I'll be a hope dealer to the day I die. I've seen change. I've seen lasting change on teams. I've seen a team that I got a chance to pour into in TCU, beat the odds, do the unthinkable, come back over and over and over again. A team full of kings, a team full of men who have just defied the odds and are shutting up and silencing the haters. And so they made it all the way to the national championship. I am a hope dealer. I'll keep spreading joy. I'll keep believing. I'll keep having faith that it can be better. Hello, Joy Starters. How are you? I am coming to you the night before my manuscript, my book, gets turned in for the last time. The last time. It's it. I'm talking about a year and a half's worth of work, and tomorrow I turn it in, and that's it. It becomes a book after that. And so I have been working on it this entire week, a little bit over the holiday, and you know over the holidays that they're hard. You've got lots of people, lots of travel, lots of things, lots of lots of obligations and good obligations. And maybe you are alone. Maybe you are with people. I, I'm not sure exactly what your holiday looked like, but I do want to welcome you into 2023. I want to say you made it. Congratulations. And if you haven't, made some huge proclamation. If you haven't made some huge resolution, that's okay too. I was just talking this morning with somebody on a podcast that I was a guest on at the Call the Bold podcast. And we were talking about the fact that every single day, every moment of every day, every moment of every day that you're on social media or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, you're being inundated with information, information, how to how to apply cream to your feet or to use magnesium oil or what points to use on Japanese acupuncture or what to eat or what not to eat or 12 tips to make you a better salesperson or a better husband or a better wife. I don't know if anybody's noticed the change a little bit in Twitter, but it has been interesting not going anywhere because I've been there since my sports days. Um, but it's just, it's, we are inundated. We are inundated. I talk about in the book, Relentless Joy, that we get more in one day, more information than a person, you know, in early centuries was exposed to in their entire life. I mean, that's just the amount of information. Sometimes I find myself saving videos. I find myself saving things like, I'd be interested in that later. I'm interested in that later. And y'all, I haven't even had the opportunity to go back to all my saves and, and consume all that because there's a lot of it. And why am I sharing this? I'm sharing this because I feel like it's very easy to get bogged down into better help and self-help and, and all the things you should be doing and better this and better that and eat better and speak better and think better. And, and sometimes it can become an albatross around your neck. Sometimes it's too much. Sometimes it's overwhelming. I don't know if anybody out there um, deals with anxiety. I do. You know, even just today, I was like, I got to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, slow down your brain, Rachel. Slow it down, slow it down and focus on the big thing, first thing, and that is that um, your book is due tomorrow and that your bonus kids are fed and your husband is good. And so focus on those things and then um, and then just keep focusing, get the big thing off the plate and then keep going. And so I just want to say that welcome to 2023 and welcome to the best version of you, whatever that looks like. If you're going full on, full board, journaling, working out, doing all the things, eating better, putting on the Chinese medicine, doing all the, the, the yogis and 
yoga positions before bed and praying and meditating and got the seven journals and planning the trip. That is great. I, I, I love that. I want that for you if that's what's good for your soul. But also if you're easing into 2023 and you're just like, hey, hey, I don't have to make crazy resolutions. I'm here. I survived 2022 if you've been through something traumatic. And I believe 2023 is going to be a year of joy, a year of peace, a year of those things regardless of the circumstances. Because I talk about in the book that even in the worst times, there was joy. Even in the worst times, there was joy. And so that's what I hope for you. I just wanted to share that little nugget. I shared it off the podcast this morning. So I want to share my own podcast with you and tell you that if you're feeling that just excess in, in, yeah, you know, inundated excess of information and tips and this and that and newsletters. Da, 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 da. Maybe you just need to put it down. Or maybe you, like me, save it for later. And one day I'll look at it. One day when I'm not writing a book, I'll look at it. One day when I'm not helping to raise children, I'll look at it. But it's not right now. I saved it for later. So, and when your brain starts to do what mine was doing today, it's like, I got to do this and this and this and this and this and this. And oh my God, no, hold on to the weight of all the things I have to do. Pause. And as our resident mindfulness expert, Lindsay says, six, two, six, six in. Hold for two. Six out. And keep doing it. Five to 10 times. It's super helpful. Pray, tap, do all the things. Whatever those things are that, that you know that helps to take care of your soul, that doesn't overwhelm you, do those things. So welcome to 2023, my love. Rachel Joy Barbeau here. Did you know that I would love to come to speak to your group? Yes, yours. No matter what that group is, large or small, I've spoken to men's groups, women's groups, symposiums, retreats, conferences, corporations, high schools, all the things, all the places. There's really not a place I won't go. If there's a need, I'll go. And in 2023, we are going to be featuring even more speakers under the I'm Changing the Narrative umbrella. So that means I'm available, but also amazing other speakers that can reinforce the I'm Changing the Narrative message in their own unique way with their own unique story. So all you have to do is go to the website, imchangingthenarrative.org. That's imchangingthenarrative.org, the letter I, the letter M, and hit the contact button. And we will get in touch with you. You can also go to rachelbarbeau.com and hit the contact button as well. And we will get back in touch. Have a blessed one. Welcome to 2023. I do want to mention, I just, at the end of the day, getting ready to get some rest, a monumental time today, as I mentioned, Crying over this book, I took a video to one day look at it when the book's a bestseller, which I believe it will be, or when I'm gone, you know, pe- my, my people will find this video. Maybe I'll share it. Maybe I won't of me reading one of the harder, beautiful, but hard chapters in my book. And I was crying and I sent it to my aunt tonight and she said, I hate to see you cry. And I said, yes, but they're tears. They're cathartic tears. They're happy tears. They're grateful tears. They're also tears of grief. But they're tears of relief. They're tears of all the things. Like, I did it. Like, I am about to end less than 24 hours, turn it in, and the next step is it gets turned into a book, y'all. Book. And I've not allowed myself to do this until now, and that is print it and, and read it like a book. It's always been on a computer. And my amazing people at Ravel uh, made it look like a book. It's already designed. So when I print it, I'm actually like, 
looking and reading a loose leaf book. I can see the design. I can see what what's, you know, where this is and where that is. I've laughed at my writing. I've cried at my writing. I've done all those things. So I wanted to make that video to remember this monumental occasion and the fact that I'm already thinking about writing another one. <laughs> and I was laughing at myself and thinking, you must be crazy, Rachel. But now I know how it goes. I know what to expect. I know all of those things and I have more things to say. So that is that. But I would be remiss if I did not mention what the whole world has been captivated by, and that is Damar Hamlin. I tell you, I have not seen a response to an incident like this in a very long time. And the coming together, the prayers, the just utterances to God, the immediate turn to prayer, the the banding together, the I said on a DC news station today, and I'll share it on my socials, but I said on a DC news station today, it was, you know, sweet humanity. I've said this before in the past when I worked on a tornado in Tuscaloosa that killed 50 people, the second worst tornadic outbreak in the history of the United States, April 27, 2011. Sweet humanity trumped utter, utter, utter tragedy. And, um, Again, just seeing the response to his GoFundMe, I heard today it was over 6 million. The other night when I went to bed, it was at 1.4 million. And the reports now that they have lowered his oxygen from the family and the, the amount that he needs and that there is progress being made, obviously not out of the woods at all, but just continuing to pray for him. But I was afterwards a horrific event. I was encouraged by humanity. I was encouraged by human beings. I was encouraged. I am encouraged by people coming together, by people praying. I am encouraged by people that may not even know the Lord or be believers immediately turning to God, immediately turning to prayer. That encourages me. And I know that God is with Damar. I know he's with his family. I know he's with his teammates. I would ask that you keep pit football uh, in your prayers as well. I visited with pit football right after my mother passed away in 2019. And Damar was on that team. He was in that room. And so I know this king, and this is personal to me. And so it's like it's personal to so many people that know him. But I would just ask again that you keep his family in your prayers and, and him as he hopefully, I pray, makes this recovery and gets to wake up and use that millions of dollars, whatever it's at now, to bless the lives of people. And in a dark and evil world, y'all, in a dark and evil world uh, that can be dark and evil, I should say, this was the coming together that I feel like we all needed. We needed this so desperately. We needed some, some, something to come together for. Again, would never, ever wish this horrific incident on, on anybody. It was very traumatic to watch. As a matter of fact, we hosted a space tonight, two of our members. Raina and Allison, if I'm changing the narrative, they're also athlete mothers, and one of them is a mental health professional. We hosted a space for parents, and I stood in the background and listened, and they were on for almost an hour and a half. Parents came together. We'll be doing that again. And so it was obviously a horrific thing to witness, and I have been saying this and, and saying this to anybody who will listen and sending emails and going on the news to talk about it, I pray, I pray, I pray that every single player that was on that field um, or even watched it, even, I don't care what, you know, level you are, any player, this affected you. And especially those ones that were on the field and circling around him and giving him his privacy and making that barricade. 
I pray, I pray, I pray that they're talking to a mental health professional and to a family member. They're talking about what they saw. They are expressing themselves because it's very traumatic. It could cause PTSD. It could bring up other events in their life. I did not see it live. I just turned off the TV to work. And I end up seeing the replay where he gets up and then just falls to the ground. And yeah, it was traumatic to me. And I can imagine for the players that were there. And so this is a very short Joy Starters podcast this week because you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm exhausted. But it was important for me to capture the moment, important for me to talk about Damar, important for me to talk about the book, important for me to bring this to you in the new year and remind you that whatever level of working on you, whatever level of you, whatever level of of work you want to be doing right now, if you're, I'm not going to say surviving, maybe you are surviving, but maybe you are, you're not, this is rush, this crazy rush to, to for the resolutions and to change and pretty proud of yourself. Maybe you're proud of the work you've done in 2022, whatever level that is, or maybe you're full gung-ho, get it. My friend Karen sent me pictures the other day. She's getting after it. She just cleaned out her garage. She's got journaling. She's going to the gym. She's doing the dang thing. Whatever, wherever you are, Wherever you are, I'm proud of you. Wherever you are, love you. Wherever you are, I see you. I say this in the book. I don't love you. I don't love you. And that's okay for anybody else who, who loves you. But I love you. Like, I, I love you because you're a miracle. And you're my brother. You're my sister. You're meant to do great things in this world. And you haven't even met all the people that you're going to love yet. And so it was important for me to do this tonight and talk about all the things that we have talked about. It was important for me to honor this moment of doing the book and working so hard and having a milestone that's truly like I'm about to hand off a manuscript. I am about to hand off a manuscript and that is just insane to me. And so I just want to say I love you and I thank you. And I think I may have gone a whole podcast without openly crying. I think I teared up there once or twice. (laughs) but I think I made it. Also, by the time we have another podcast, we'll be watching the national championship next Monday night. And TCU is one of my teams. I am so dang excited. I am pumped. We have been, we've been watching through Kim, Abby, myself, my marketing team. We've been watching through some of the video when I spoke with them in August. I've been with Sonny Dykes at SMU two or three times. And then when he went to TCU, he took me with him. And I got a message from a player the other day from a TCU player that said, hey, listen, I just want to tell you you're as much a part of this championship as we are. Of any meal, of any speaker, of anything you had to him, he said, you had the most impact on me. And this championship also belongs to you as it belongs to us. And I mean, I tell you what, of course, I was a puddle then. Um, Because I do, I am proud of them. I did pour into them. I do keep in touch with them. It was an amazing talk. It was an amazing beginning of a relationship for many of them. I support them. So yeah, it's personal to me. Um, It is absolutely personal to me. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited for them. And they're like the lightning in the bottle, the dream team, the can you believe it, the Max Duggan also, the quarterback wears my bracelet. So when you're watching the game on Monday night, he's had it on all season, you'll see a black bracelet with mental health on one side and I'm changing the narrative on the other. And I've had national champions wear my bracelets and it's always special. I'll tell you, this one's pretty special too. I mean, it's like every time you can ask my family, I'm like, there's my bracelet, there's my bracelet. It's Max Duggan, there's my bracelet. So he's wearing it, you know, he's wrapping it. And so it's been pretty amazing. So you'll know who I am pulling for on Monday night, the national championships. And 
was very neat. It's the last story I'll tell you. It was very neat because over the Peach Bowl and over New Year's, I got to go back and do something that I don't normally do because I retired from sportscasting. But I got to go host at the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, and I've been doing it for about eight, 10 years. I host a panel full of former coaches and players, and I get to do it every year. And three years ago, I hosted a panel that had Bill Snyder on it, and he and I have since become best friends, and he's my mentor. I've gotten to visit with people like Bill Curry that I know, who's absolutely amazing. And this year, it was Gary Pinkle and LeVar Arrington and Mike Doss and Marvin Jones, and it was, it was awesome. It was amazing. And, and what was really neat was I was telling our driver at Chick-fil-A, the Chick-fil-A amazing staff, my best friend Stephanie went with me. She loves football. My husband could not attend. And um, I was telling him that it's always, it was amazing to me in broadcasting and still amazing to this day that you can kind of watch the progression of an interview and you can watch players that have been interviewed thousands and thousands of times and some of them now are even in broadcasting you can watch them when you hit them with a good piece of knowledge or research or a good question you watch them open up like a flower and that absolutely happened in this panel as well and it was just really neat so it's neat to be able to step back in that role and then as a thank you for filling this role for all these years they gave they gave us credentials and so I was able to go and see so many of my former people that I worked with, the, you know, the, the head of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, uh, Gary Stokan. I got to Bill Hancock, the head of the college football playoff, Andrea Adelson, you know, Laura Rutledge. I mean, just so many, Maria Martin, so many people that I got to see and others still that I was looking forward to see that I, I didn't, but it was just really neat and an, an opportunity to look back with appreciation of what I used to do for all of those years, get to sit in that, that, that seat and host and do what I used to do, but also know as much as I loved it, as much as I loved the hosting, that I still love what I'm doing now even more. And I want that for you. All the things we've talked about in this short amount of time, 17, 18 minutes together from praying for DeMar doing what he loves, an amazing human being, has this horrific, horrific incident to these former players and coaches, to you in 2023, and whether you're going hard and going crazy or whether you're just sliding in here and saying, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm a miracle, I woke up, it's enough. However you are, you are doing life, I just want to tell you I'm proud of you and I love you and I see you and you are going to do great things. And guess what? I tomorrow will hand in a manuscript. Here we go. And I did a great thing. Did a great thing. I did a great thing. I could feel my mom today. So I read one of the lines. That was really good, Rachel. I said it to myself. I cheered for myself. And it was almost as if I could feel my mom picture of her sitting there right next to my desk that I can look at. It's almost as if I could feel her say, that was good, Rachel. She took my word to me. That was good, Rachel. It was really, really good. That's the good stuff of life. I'm so thankful to you guys. So thankful for you listening to this podcast, for sharing it, for your reviews. I'm so thankful for each of you that have chosen to join the Joy Starters, joystartersclub.com. Y'all, it's only getting better. There are amazing things coming up this spring that we're going to add to it even bigger. But y'all, it's the cost of a cup of coffee a month. You would, I mean, literally to support somebody's dreams and be a part of other Joy Starters and be part of a community support somebody's dreams. That's my dream of creating this, this, uh, this community. 
And then when the book kicks off, we're going to do like virtual book clubs and really special things. And there's going to be freebies each month. And we've just got a whole other host of things that we're going to be rolling out in the future. But right now, you can get in. And this price that will go up in the future, but you can get in right now for the cost of a cup of coffee, five ninety nine a month. You get a hand-signed journal. A few more people get that. We are almost at 50 people, and which is just amazing that 50 people said yes um, during the holidays and during a busy time. And we'd love for you to be a part of that because we really are, in 2023, going to be, stop, you're not going to be hearing from me. It's going to be a community. It is a community. We're really going to be pushing that and cultivating being around other joy starters, having other people speak into you, having ideas. We did a brown bag whiteboard lunch. It was fantastic. We helped a couple of people whiteboard their life and we all collectively did it. It was just amazing. And so these are just some of the things that we're going to have in the future and swag and the book coming out and access to really neat people, chats with really neat people. So I hope you'll join us. Joystartersclub.com. That's a joystartersclub.com. I love you guys. Thank you. I'm going to sleep now. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep well, and I'm going to say a prayer, and I'm going to thank God, and I'm going to pray for Damar, and I'm going to pray for his family, and I'm going to pray for everybody out there that's hurting tonight that needs it. I am going to, as I go to bed tonight, thank Dan Orlowski on ESPN for praying openly on television, just praying. It's the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. My friends at Sports Spectrum shared it where he said, instead of just waiting to pray later, he just stopped right there on national television and prayed. And y'all, as a believer, I will tell you, as a believer, this horrific thing that happened that I would never wish on him has started this like cavalcade of, of prayer and, and unabashed faith and stepping out and not being ashamed and praying on national television and people dropping to pray everywhere and atheists praying and people praying and I'm telling you, God can use anything. God can use anything. And I know he's a believer too. And so Damar, and so, wow, I'm just encouraged by the medical news from him. I'm encouraged by the prayers and how much I see people turning to God. And I'll leave you with this. I wanted to say this and I said it today on the DC um, news channel. And I'll share again that on my social medias. And if I'm all over the place tonight, just love me. Just love me. Just love me. But I, I, the other night when this happened, I had many, many athletes that I have led at these 60 schools over the year, over the years, respond to Skip Bayless's tweet that seemed very callous. And they said, look, see, we are just a commodity. Look, see, this is how they think about us. And a lot of people do think like that about athletes. Like, you know, he needs to get in there. He needs to play my fantasy football. I bet on him. I did this. Shut up. He's stupid. God, he's dumb. You know, keyboard warriors, there is a lot of that. But I, I responded to each one of them and, and reshared it so the world could see, so all my followers could see, man, you're not just an athlete. You're a human being. You're somebody's, I tweeted this, you're somebody's baby, somebody's grandbaby, somebody's son, somebody's everything, somebody's brother. They're a human being before they are an athlete. And my hope in all of this to include what I'm seeing with God in prayer is that more people respect athletes. More people say, wow, it's a human being. More people have more empathy, more respect, more kindness for athletes. Maybe, maybe there's less keyboard warriors. Maybe there's less dogging people on a field and, and not understanding there's a person inside that helmet or whatever sport they played. You might call me a hopeless dreamer, but I'm a hope to the day that I die. And I am a hope dealer. There's a shirt. In our store, go grab some of our stuff. There's a shirt in our store 
this is Hope Dealer. I wore it today when I, when I, yesterday when I did the, the news station interview in DC. Hope Dealer. I'll be a Hope Dealer to the day I die. I've seen change. I've seen lasting change on teams. I've seen a team that I got a chance to pour into in TCU, beat the odds, do the unthinkable, come back over and over and over again. A team full of kings, a team full of men who have just defied the odds and are shutting up and silencing the haters. And so they made it all the way to the national championship. So again, I am a hope dealer. I'll keep hoping to the day I'll die. I'll keep spreading joy. I'll keep believing. I'll keep having faith that it can be better. And I truly believe for athletes, what has happened with Damar is waking people up to look at athletes more as human beings first and an athlete second. And that is my hope. And I'll continue to cultivate and I'll continue to push it. And that is the narrative that I will continue to scream from the mountaintops. I love y'all so much. It felt good to get that all off my chest. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for listening. Please, again, like, subscribe, share. Takes two seconds to share it. Share it with an office mate. Share it with a a sports mama or daddy. Share it with an athlete. Share it with somebody who needs the Lord. Share it. And, And I just love you and I'm thankful for you. And I am praying that 2023 is whatever you need it to be, not what other people think you need to be. And you need to be doing this course and this business, investing in this, doing this, push, 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 go, go, go. If that's what you, if that's the pace you're running, run it. But if you're running a slower, more nourishing pace, a more gentle, a more kind pace, that's your race too. And I want you to run. I love you guys. I see you. You matter greatly. We'll talk soon.